Welcome to Jam Up number 29, ladies and gentlemen. I am Mark Thomas. This is MMA superstar Jeff Lights Out Hughes. And this is Jeff and Mark's Untitled Podcast. For the audio viewers, people that can't see, we got a, a Red Dead themed logo on the back that I've had forever. Figured I'd throw that out there considering I just it's pretty looked pretty badass looking. Yeah, and uh, it's probably orange instead of red though. It's red to us. It's red to us. But, um, yeah, before we get started, though, I want to let people know, if you're watching this right now, you're, you're at least partially aware that we have a new YouTube channel, and uh, we'd really appreciate it if you'd subscribe. You can click the little bell, too, next to the subscribe buttons. That will ensure that you'll be notified every time you get, or every time we put out some new shit. Guys, it, it really takes less than 30 seconds. Yeah, and it helps us out a lot, so, uh, and, you know... You're probably mostly here to support Jeffy anyway, so it it's a way to support Jeffy. Thank you. Um, yeah, and also Facebook.com slash Jam Up Podcast is a Facebook page. That's where you'll get any and all info you might need. But with that said, this is Jam Up number 29, and Jeffy's, oh, Jeffy's been uh, gone for quite some yeah, time. I've been MIA. Yeah. You yeah. want to elaborate on that Sure one, do. So... Um, I went out to Vegas for a while to rehab my hand and my foot. Okay, and, I didn't realize that was involved. Well, my foot was, I broke my big toe the very first round of my last camp. Okay. So, like, the very first round we sparred of that camp, I was like, okay, you're in camp now. And then we went out there, I broke my big toe. Oh, fucking hey. Yeah. <laughs> so... And let me tell you, if you ever broke your big toe, it is probably one, as an athlete, it's probably one of the worst things you can break. I, I'm not positive because I never went to the doctor to actually get an x-ray or anything. But in middle school, I'm pretty sure I broke my big toe. Oh, it's the worst. I, uh, we were playing lacrosse, oddly enough, in gym, which I think we only <laughs> did like twice. Yeah. But I learned that I actually really like playing lacrosse. Oh, it's so fun. <laughs> yeah. And um, uh, I, for some reason, I'm not usually competitive. It was very competitive for some reason about it at this point. And I got mad. You know how in the, usually in gyms there's mats on the walls? Yeah. I went to kick the wall out of anger, went right under the mat, and I kicked the brick wall. Oh. Yeah. Could not walk for oh. like a week. Yeah. Thought for sure I broke my toe. If not, Probably I did. stoved it terribly. Yeah. But anyway, that's my broken toe story. Uh, well, then you know, like, just to walk, you don't understand how much you use your big toe until you hurt it. Oh, yeah. And then, like... I couldn't kick. I couldn't do any kickboxing for probably three weeks on my camp. I was all boxing, but with boxing you have to like push off your feet, mm. and that w- I was pretty much just stuck in the mud. Enough about that. I, I w- so I went out there, and UFC has a phenomenal facility out there. Uh, the the UFC Performance Institute. It is a private building that only UFC fighters can use. Yeah. I think it costs somewhere in the fourteen to fifteen million dollar range. Um, it's state of the art. Everything is just, it's something crazy. You walk in and like I wa- I went in there for when I fought on the contender series because that's where they film like all the pre fight stuff. Yeah. Um, but we were only allowed to use a certain amount of stuff, and they were pretty cool about everything. But like there was some things that were off limits. Well, now that I'm actually on the roster, nothing's off limits. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. One of the highlights. So I, I went to like rehab every day and like they worked on me and then I, um, 
one of the rehabs, I, I wanted to try the cryotherapy chamber. Oh, and shit. they're everywhere. You know, you can go anywhere and get it. But, like, that one was free, and I wanted to, I've never done it before. Yeah, and, Joe uh, Rogan fucking raves about that shit. Yeah. So, it's just 200, I think he said it was 270 degrees below zero or something. Yeah, it just freezes and it's it. it's three minutes long. And so, story yeah, about... Yeah, I think any longer than that, you could, like, die. Oh, yeah, I imagine, because <laughs> yeah, it, it was cold. You're in, like, sub-zero temperatures. The first two minutes of it was like, oh, this is no problem. And then the last minute, you're like... How did this your, is almost done. How did your tiny little nips survive that, dude? Dude, they were like screaming. <laughs> I bet. But yeah. uh, it was funny because I, you know, to, to use it, you have to walk up to the front desk and you go, "Hey, uh, I want to use the cryo." And then they radio to somebody like, "Hey, Jeff, you want Jeff Hughes wants to use the cryotherapy?" And I was, and I was like, "Oh, cool." So they're like, "Oh, just go back there and wait for it." And I, you know, about two minutes later, I hear, "Jeff Hughes, let's do this shit." And I'm like, wow, that voice sounds familiar. And boom, bust through the door. Forrest fucking Griffin. No fucking yeah. way. I go, holy shit. It you by your name. Like, Jeff Hughes, let's do Jeff this fuck, shit. Yeah, let's, Jeff Hughes, let's do this shit. So, all right. What was that like, a excited, let's do this shit? Or is that oh, like, yeah, a, hey, yeah, yeah. I've been waiting for 15 fucking. No, he was just like, he's just like that happy, good lucky guy, okay. it seems like. So, no, it seems like he is. And, I mean, this is one of my heroes growing up, man. I'm like. Hey, <laughs> like I didn't know what to say exactly. That's awesome. And then so we go in the cryo thing, and he's like running it, and I'm like, yeah, I thought it'd be a little bit colder. And he's like, oh, this is only on level three. He's like, I'll do it to the top, you know, level five. And I didn't flinch. He goes, oh, you must have that Viking blood in you. I was oh, like, I must. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> so we yeah. started bullshitting a little bit, and he was actually born in Cleveland, Ohio. Really? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know. Because he asked, he's like, where are you from? I said Cleveland, and. uh He's like, oh, I got out of there when I was seven. I was like, oh, you were oh, from okay. Cleveland. He's like, yeah. So it was just surreal. Like, I was talking to, like, one of my heroes. Yeah, yeah. And he was, like, talking to me back. Not as, like, when you meet a celebrity, they're like, oh, yeah, nice to meet you. Get on your way kind of thing. It was like, we were just bullshitting. Like, you know, like, there was no ego there. And it was like, I had to, a couple times I had to remember that. Like, I belong here. I'm on the fucking roster. Mm. Like, and then when when I told myself that I was like I wasn't starstruck at all I was just like oh cool nice he, now he's no longer well he is still your hero what are your heroes but like he's also your peer now yeah well he's retired uh, but it's the same yeah, yeah like he you know you guys are in the same business he's a legend he's yeah. in the Hall of Fame but like yeah we're you know we're, he was in the UFC I'm in the UFC it's kind of it was just really cool oh I don't to see that. Forrest Griffin not only that but he ran my cryo like. Like, he's just an everyday Joe, like... Hey, yeah. Come like, on. Like, he was your... You were his patient or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That is cool. That's like... That's like your Brody meeting Stan Lee moment. Yeah. Or like... Like, like in the in the movie of Jeff Hughes, and the fighting for... Fighting with my family of Jeff Hughes. That yeah. is a scene in the movie. That oh, is, definitely. That is, you know what I mean? And me just kind of going... That is your introduction uh, to the first, the first 30 seconds of me talking to him, just going... Uh, uh, uh. I like it. I like it. That was your page meeting the rock moment. Yeah. I still haven't watched all that because the only it's clip. remarkably better than I I thought it would Everybody be. Said and it I was. expected it to be all right because I knew the, who the director was and shit. And I like Nick Frost a lot. But. Is that the chubby guy? Yeah, the guy from uh, Played Her Dad. Dead. Yeah, Shaun of the yeah. Dead guy. But um, that's cool. Anything else? I eat a lot of edibles out there. <laughs> really? Yeah. Every yeah, it must night. be great to like be in a business where that's okay, you know, most yeah. of the time. Well, it's uh, 
It was kind of cool. Like, you're out in Vegas, it's legal. So, like, you just go to, uh, what do they call them? Like a distillery? Dispensary. Dispensary? Yeah, not distillery. That's a liquor. I'm sure they're distilling some shit there. Yeah. But uh, it was kind of cool. I just walked in, and they handed me the little cookie thing, and I was like. You still feel paranoid a little bit. I know. I was. I was like. like, When are the cops going to bust it? Like, when I rode home with it, it was like in this little bag. I, like, stuffed it in the seat of my rental car, like. <laughs> like, just out of habit. Yeah. yeah. But uh it's good yeah. things like like you have like an Ohio's driver's license. So I'm glad like the Ohio laws don't follow you into other right. states. Like, oh you're not like, allowed to do dumb. that. Like, you're like not, oh you're from Ohio. But oh. it's like I mean I ate one cookie and then a couple gummies to, like I was never like really messed up. One night, like it all kicked I ate too much and it kicked in. I was at a Chinese restaurant. Yeah. And I thought I knew Chinese for a second. <laughs> but, I, but I didn't. Uh, I and wish I, I could have been a fly on the wall for that. And then I was like, so I was the only person in the restaurant, and these two older Chinese ladies was like start screaming at each other, and I'm like, I wonder what they're arguing about. And I like tried to listen. I was like, you, you had it all figured I, what out. The, I, I, no, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They probably weren't even arguing. They're probably they were just, like yeah. just having a conversation. Yeah. It just sounds like <laughs> they were arguing. just screaming. And, like uh, German people just saying "I love you" sounds like yeah. I hate you. <laughs> so like. I, uh, I asked for a box and I left. But uh, <laughs> I've been really good lately. I, like you know, that was kind of like my little vacation. So like I haven't touched anything, or I'm like back on the right track. And like I know it's like legal to do it, but I still I, I get paranoid. Like you know, what if I get P tested and. And then I'm like, well, doesn't it's not on the, the list of things I can't have until until a certain until flight time. Yeah. yeah, so, so I'll definitely be, yeah, you'd be fine, really. Yeah. Listen, like if you were doing heroin or snorting coke or something, that'd be a different right, right, story. Right. But, but there was obviously uh, not. Yeah, I mean, there's UFC fighters that will smoke a joint on their Twitch account while they're playing video yeah. games. So me yeah. talking about, it, I'm not really worried about it at all. Fuck, Nate Diaz will just be hitting his pen like right, right. there. Right after the fight, not even giving a shit. Which I guess then he could. The, well, they claim that was CBD. Which is, I mean, CBD still gets you stoned if you hit it enough. No, I don't so, think so. Not some, if it has, I, some I, has THC in it. Others, like the strains that I had, don't have any THC in it. Weird. Hey, yeah. You would just think that like it would have to, like if you hit it like a way more than you should, it would have to have some sort of effect. Maybe. But I, I think know. they do. I think they take all the THC out of it. The ones I had. Like there is no THC. If you test positive for any THC, like, right, well, come talk to us. Just give me all the THC you take out of there. Then okay. I'll take care of it. Not that you're doing it or anything. But uh, yeah, so that was my trip in Vegas. It was a five day trip, and um, let me tell you what, I am fucking killing it on the plane rides now. Really? Yeah. All right. Uh, That's good to hear. Yeah, the flight out there, I was just gangsters all can be i was like usually when the ufc they, they buy your tickets because i got they flew me out there like i didn't have to pay a dollar to go out there nice um you get first class and shit so southwest doesn't do first class oh. and they, they don't do assigned seatings but they do like numbers so like okay a two or a one to 30 line up and then they'll, you get to go on the plane and you, whatever seat you want okay on the way out there i was a what was it a four? So I was the first fourth person. Yeah, in line. I would say that sounds early. That's first class, dude. You're in the front of the plane. Yeah. Um, on the way home, I was D thirty 
or no, I'm sorry, D forty something. So I was like third to last. Wow, that's kind of like a great little, like analogy for for the whole trip of general you're going out there to do big things you're coming home to go back to normal go back to normal and i was yeah it was but on the way home the the, metaphor that's the word i'm looking for the pilot was like really nice old old guy and was like talking to somebody i was like yeah we came in from chicago it's gonna be a bumpy ride up there and i'm like great i had to be the one to fucking stand here and hear that yeah it wasn't wasn't bad at all no no it wasn't like the one time back from vegas where i thought we were going down Sugar, we're going down swinging. And <laughs> but I'm would. heading back out there for my buddy uh, Lexi and June 9th to the 12th because he got on a contender series. Oh, nice! And you get to fly somebody out to like hold pads for you and stuff. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know if they were gonna still do that, like that, and Ultimate Fighter and stuff like that with the whole ESPN thing. But it's, I guess so. Because it's, it's like Fight Pass still yeah. a thing. It is, but I don't know if they're gonna do. How See, long did that last? With all the options you have now, like especially. Just with UFC in general, right? The only, like maybe the true the true true fans are the ones that get the fight pass because it has such a huge library. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the ESPN Plus, the app is so much better. Well, you probably get like every other sporting thing yeah. too. You get soccer. You get. I mean, if you're into soccer, so I guess it's just really for the 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 degree of fandom. Yeah. So all right. Like so so UFC owns Pride, which Pride was their biggest competitor ever. Yeah. Um, they have that full fight. Yeah, library. so that's that's all on there now. That's it's kind of uh, like WWE Network. Yeah, it's very similar to it, except it takes so much longer for shit to get on there instead of just watching it live on there. Yeah. Well, WWE Network isn't unless you're talking about WWE Network. It's not much better. Oh, really? Although I do hear that they're they're going to revamp it and try to make it a little easier. Well, that's because they have competition now, from the sounds of it. Yeah. Oh, dude, AW. We'll we'll get into that here in a minute because I really yeah I didn't I'm think about talking about that in that. But, um, yeah, so with the rehab out there and me going back out there and I get to pretty much get to do rehab all over again. Nice. I should be fighting hopefully August, October, cause I can't do it in September cause I'm getting married. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can, you can, uh, you can talk about that too. Yeah. I got, guys, I got engaged. You did. <laughs> Congratulations. I haven't got to say it in person yet, but I did get to say it via text. Uh, Yeah, I got engaged and um, she's a good one, too. I like I like Rachel. Yeah, she's very good. She's very good for me. She's actually very good. She's just a good human being in general. Yeah. Almost a little too good for me. but (laughs) She doesn't know that yet. Uh, So I got to lock it down before she figures it out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, congratulations. Thank you, sir. And uh, so and we do and we do, in fact, have a somewhat of a fight update which i wasn't sure yeah so uh i'm hoping august probably the earliest with stipe fighting in august probably not going to happen until october mm, gotcha um i gotta get back in shape you know I'm, I'm still like not in terrible shape but not in fight shape whatsoever because i couldn't do anything for six weeks yeah so that that brings up something else i didn't even think about but yes yeah, stipe and dc rematch as, uh, oh, you know man. anything? Got any inside info? About oh yeah, that? yeah. We've already start, we're already starting to train for it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Stipe is a very. It's like he's hungry again. You know, he's very. He's always very determined and very like has the best work ethic in the whole gym. Yeah. But like now that it's signed in ink, it's going to happen. He's. Oh, I have no doubt. He dude. turned it up for four levels, and 
we're not even in fight camp yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. He yeah. still has a couple of weeks till he's in like official fight camp. Shit. I mean, dude. Oh, he's gonna. It's gonna be. A, so it's the night of my bachelor party. So that's what we get to do. Oh shit! Yeah, we nice. Watch it. Cool. Cool. Oh yeah, that bachelor party gonna be crazy. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. god, it's gonna be so much fun. August sixteenth, I think. Uh, I think I thought it was. I thought you said seventeenth, but it's one of those days. It's close. Yeah. Yeah. One Whatever day Stipe's fight is, is the day that is the bachelor party. Gotcha. Cool. But, that's uh, a good way to remember. Yeah. So, dude, did you see the house yet? For the bachelor party? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Josh sent. I think Josh sent me yeah. the link. Yeah, dude. That's fucking so nice. Yeah. We're getting wrecked. Yeah, that's like a fucking mansion, kind of. Yeah. And it was the same price as like a little hillbilly house that we almost pulled the trigger on. So like a like a cool little cabin or something. Yeah, it wasn't even a cabin. It was just like a house by a river. That still would have been. This cool. one is like a mansion on a lake. Okay, I didn't I didn't know that. I didn't remember the lake part. Yeah, there's a there's huge. A, isn't lake. there like a pool and shit there too? Not that we'll, we probably won't. I use don't know it. if there's a pool or there's a maybe a I'm hot tub. Okay, that maybe that's what I saw. Um, I just know it was a the lake for sure. Yeah, dude. I wish I had a fishing pole or something. We go fishing. Yeah, uh, I'll bring some. I think I haven't went fishing in like years. Ten, ten of them laying around the house. So. And I, if we get drunk or something, who knows what could happen? Oh, we I we I'm gonna drown by the I, I, I'm probably gonna stay up all night. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's your bachelor party. Why wouldn't yeah. you? Unless I get so uh, just hammered that I can't. But I, I probably will. <laughs> I, I have no doubt. We'll get some solo cups. You can spin kick a few times. Yes. In case the night goes poorly. Which I doubt. No, it's okay. Well, cool. All kinds of things to look forward to. We'll probably get a couple vlog vlog video or two out of that shit. For sure. uh, Do we ever release the other one? Which one? The last one one we did? The the House of Cards one? Where we played cards and got drunk and shit? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Put that out. That was a good one. House of Cards. Yeah, I try to think of a clever name. Like, the first one was called Strong Heat in Cambria. Like, I just thought, like, that's lame as fuck, but I was like, it's the best I could do. I oh, guess. it was good. Especially yeah. considering our name is Jam Up. That's true, yeah. We're very yeah, we're not the best creative. at names. Yeah, titles. But it uh, got the job done. Yeah, so... Yeah. Let's move on, because this is something that I've been we've been wanting to talk about for a while, and I've kind of dropped the ball on being in Ohio. So. Yeah, and we, we, we promised that we would. And we can kind of give away... Now, at this point, it's not even spoilers. Yeah, now we can talk if you completely spoilers. If you haven't watched free. it yet, then go fuck yourself. Yeah. Actually, I have a shit ton of notes somewhere, if I can remember where I put them. Are they in that little notebook? No, they're in a bigger, smaller notebook. There we go. That doesn't make sense. A, a bigger, bigger, smaller, smaller one. one. Yeah. A slightly bigger notebook is what I meant. I got to find them. But I have, like, pages of notes on shit, so. I lo- And I haven't read them in a while. crazy about it, because we might. No, I just need them for reference. Right, just to- right. Because I only watched it once. I haven't watched it a second time. I started watching it on my Fire Stick, but the quality is so bad. Yeah, all g- yeah, it was all Game of Thrones on, like, two pages, and then, like, three or four pages of Endgame. Oof. I got great quotes, so I'm glad I did this because I don't remember a lot of this. Yeah, I don't either. So this should but, be uh, fun. I remember enough, and I'm sure if you bring something up that I forget, that I'm just gonna come, you know, right back. I thought, all right, this is our Avengers Endgame spoiler-filled review. Um, so if you haven't seen it yet, obviously come skip back the next and watch 20 this. minutes. Yeah. Um, movie opens up. With uh, 
a weaker, very chill Marvel logo. I don't know if you noticed that, mm-hmm. but like it was almost the original Marvel logo, and it was missing all the Avengers that had died. Yeah, uh, I which I thought that. was a nice touch. Yeah. After I realized, I was like, that's kind of a lame opener but the whole opening was kind of slow and yeah. grim i would say not to jump too far ahead but i'd almost say the first two hours is slow and grim yeah but i thought it not was necessarily the, slow but like i thought it was grim. the perfect pace yeah i thought for it everything was the perfect movie honestly i really did. i'm sure there's going to be things that you didn't like on it but in my opinion now i watched it with a five-year-old that her attention span is not too great <laughs> yeah but she loves superheroes so much that she only asked twice, is the movie almost over? That's a three-hour movie. That's pretty good for a three-hour movie. Very good. She did. She had her little Captain Marvel Barbie doll. She, I bought her a Captain Marvel blanket that she covered up with. Oh. We're at Tinseltown. Very appropriate. Oh, she loves Captain Marvel, obviously. So I like the way she looks. I still haven't seen that movie. Oh, That's don't. the first time I saw a movie that came after a movie in the Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe that I hadn't seen. So you, that's you the first time I've it. skipped a movie. Yeah, you I'm going to watch yeah. it. But. I might watch it again just enough of that yeah uh opened with hawkeye he's seeing what what hawkeye was doing and a lot of people complained i was like oh that's kind of stupid but i liked it i I wondered what he was doing i never had a problem with hawkeye and they they pulled off showing just how affected he was by it. yeah he was almost the most affected like because that's his like his kids nobody else has kids in the whole avengers uh not now well yeah so uh, rdj at the time the snap happened, he was the only one with kids. Yeah, that yeah, that was only really affected like that. Um, and that would fuck me up. Uh, even though we said it was kind of slow, it was kind of very quick too. Like things were happening pretty quickly. Like yes. Tony was back in a flash. Yeah, yeah, there was no build up for that at all. And uh, which I mean, I guess you didn't really need, with as much it was as was with as much as was going to happen in the movie. Yeah. Chop that shit up a little bit. Um, Can I add something to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if he would have never... Like I said, this is going to be spoil-filled, so fuck off. Yeah. Uh, if he never would have figured out how to time travel, he would have never went back. Because I felt like he needed a purpose to get back in there, and that was his purpose is to... He yeah. figured out time travel. So he's like, all right, fuck it. I have to go back and well, do this now. That and the fact that he, he figured out time travel essentially overnight that quickly probably was which to me was like that's kind of strange but if that had happened i probably have been like well i guess i'm supposed to do this sort of mentality yeah, i also think he was working on it for a while because the way he was talking to pepper Potts, yeah he's like i figured it out that's it for all we know he was working on that the whole time or because of something that happens later in the movie for all we know fucking captain america just like kind of planted the seed or something ah but uh, but we'll get to that. Um, they killed Thanos very quickly, which I thought was a good choice. Just get that out of the way. Yeah, get that out of the way. Um, and then go from there with trying to figure out how to undo it. What was your first thought on that? Did you go, "Oh shit, are we? Who's the who's the main villain now?" Well, I knew I knew they were gonna have to undo the snap. I, I knew that wasn't the end of Thanos, but I knew that that was the end of. That universe's run of Thanos, if that makes that sense. That timeline. Yeah. Um, something I... <laughs> Which he was like a broken old man at that point. He was just like... He just didn't care at that fuck point. Fuck it, did I did what, what I was supposed to do. to do. I think he was still slightly fucked up from the from second the snap. snap. And, uh... Yeah. By the way, he did a second snap. I mean, he did a second snap. To destroy the, the, 
the uh, Infinity Stones. Oh yeah, you're right. That's yeah, why yeah. he was all he was really fucked. He was up. even more fucked yeah. up. Yeah, I he, forgot he, was, he, he snapped to destroy the stones. Well, his mis- he was out of his misery pretty quick once Thor cut his fucking head off, <laughs> which I thought was heinous for a for essentially a kids movie. Yeah, but I thought this one was more directed towards us, anyways. Oh the, yeah, yeah, because anybody that started watching it. Might you have know. been a kid at the time, but was now a kid? We're, yeah, now they're a grown, grown adult. Yeah. Um, thought it was great how they brought Ant Man back. A rat is crawling, yeah. <laughs> accidentally hits it, and that's how he gets back. It was like, like so, honey, I shrunk the kids. Essentially, <laughs> and I even text you like like two or three days after watching it, and said, "Dude, the real hero of Endgame is that rat. The rat. Yeah. None of this would have happened if it wouldn't have been for that yeah. rat. So cool." Yeah, I wrote down too. Tony figures out time travel seemingly overnight. Yeah, that's um, how smart he is. Time travel stuff is a bit messy and confusing. Normal rules don't apply, and they and they get <laughs> they that out of, of the way. They kind of mimic that, though. Like that's one of my uh, favorite quotes from the Back to the Future is bullshit. I love that. So back which to one the said that? Ant Man. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I love Paul Rudd. Paul um, Rudd is the perfect Ant Man. Yeah, and then uh, what's I don't want to skip over this part either, but I love the fucking when Tony first sees sees Rocket Raccoon for the first time. Is like, I thought you were a build a bear. He's like, maybe, maybe I, I am. am, and that's such like a <laughs> metaphor for like his whole existence. Yeah. He's like, I don't know, I could be. <laughs> uh, Can I pet your dog? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, um, there's back to the time travel. There were so many time streams going on. That's that's where it gets. That's where I feel like the perfection of this starts to break down a little bit. Don't get me wrong. I give this movie a nine out of ten. Ooh, only a nine out of ten. At least. Okay. All, All right. right. That's the low ball one. I, I think if you don't give it a nine, you you just aren't a a fa- you haven't followed this shit all right. along. Like this, you didn't get as much out of it as you could have or should have. Right. Um. So yeah, a little messy. I know some of the time streams have to be directly and like drastically affected they have to be some of them and it seems like they kind of just brush that off like they don't even fucking care that they fucked up that whole timeline like when captain america met captain america yeah or just like all kinds of things yeah. Any, all Tony kinds of his father things. no matter what even like they say the normal rules don't apply but that to me that's kind of a cop-out all right well then what rules do apply yeah. if that's the case but that's that's where the perfection breaks down for me is the time travel stuff mostly uh Loved Smart Hulk. Didn't see that coming. Professor Hulk. Yeah, he was great. Fucking great. loved it. Uh, the, the best his, the best Professor Hulk part. There's two of them that I, know. I thought it's was gotta be what I think. The one that I know you know, I'll, I'll get that. I'll say that one last because I think that was the best part. Okay. But when he's trying to figure out time travel, and to, uh, Ant Man keeps coming back as a different version of himself. Like one time he's a baby, the next yeah, time he's a, I an old all man. About that. And he goes, huh, time travel. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, it's so good. Uh, and obviously the best part is when they go, well, you better smash something. Yeah. And he starts. He's like, this is gratuitous. <laughs> so he, take, he rips off the shirt. He's like, rah, rah. <laughs> he he, he, pushed, so he pushed over like a chair or something. He just, rah. Yeah, like throws a bench real quick. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was, a bench. He's just so good. That like, is so good. Because it was funny because you saw the like the hawk of that time that was like a wild man. Yeah, total. Just, total. just running by destroying everything. Yeah. And then the Professor Hawk was like barely flipping. So he like barely hit the taxi with his fist. Like, like and it makes a big ass dent, but like. 
he's you can I tell. I thought those were the, the the two times where I I laughed the hardest about uh, Professor Hawk. I thought it was great <laughs> that they brought him in with no with no backstory or anything. It was just like the first time you see Hawk, Bruce Banner. He's sitting there drinking a cup of coffee, yep, signing breakfast. autographs. Like, yeah, he's a, he's a star. You know? Yeah, like yeah, I am he's the loving Hulk. it. And then they had that exchange with Ant Man where he's oh. like, he's like, he's like, you want my autograph? And they're just like, no, or whatever. He's just like, take a picture. He's like, you, yeah, come on, you want his, you want his picture, right? Yeah, like he's just trying. That to- is a part that was very uncharacteristic of like, uh, what's Ant Man's real name? Scott something. Scott Lang. Scott Lang. Uh, like he got kind of pissy there for a second, like. I don't want to take a goddamn picture or something like that. I can't remember what he said. But it was like very uncharacteristic. I was like, oh. I thought I thought that was funny because it was clear it was clear that he felt embarrassed. Oh, he was super and embarrassed, that, yeah. And uh Professor Hulk was essentially just pushed it, but he would not let it go. So he to me, I, I thought that was like valid. I would be like, I don't want to take the fucking picture. Like I would say fuck it, which would probably yeah. be even worse. But there's kids there and shit. But um There was two parts in the movie that overwhelmed me emotionally and i'm an emotional guy even though like i'm a big i'm you know tough guy or whatever but like i'm i'm very emotional um the the part that got me the most is because i was sitting there with my daughter is when he walked up knocked on the door and his daughter walked up to the door, and yeah, she was, dude. like, 10 years older yeah, or whatever. Yeah, she was, like, fully grown. And it was – because it was, what, 10 years after the snap? It was five, I Five think. years? Five years. But yeah, she's all grown up. She's almost, a, you know, she's, a, an adult. Yeah. And uh, that really got to me because I was, like, within the the five seconds, I was, like, oh, my God. Like, nah. What if I just went in a coma and never saw Jordan for till she was grown up? You know it's what I mean? Like, it reminded me of Interstellar. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen Interstellar. <laughs> We're all about spoilers today. This is years now, so watch fucking... You should have seen it by now. It's a good movie. Uh, but Matthew McConaughey comes back, and he's still the age he was because time, in these other dimensions, time Doesn't worked exist. differently. Yeah. And uh, when he comes back, his daughter was like an old woman, and he was still like a 40-year-old man. So he was younger than his own daughter. So oh, that, okay. You know what I mean? So yeah. that that that's what that made me think of. That wasn't the same case, but like... That's an even more drastic difference, but I couldn't imagine, like, which I'm sure you, well, maybe you can't, I don't know, not having kids, like, I, I couldn't feel yeah. for it probably like you did, but that still hit me hard, just like, yeah. that really put, like, shit got real right, right there, you know what I mean? I always, kind of going back to that, is, I understand, like, nobody wants to outlive their child. But part of me does because I don't want her to go without me. But, like, when she's an adult, it'll be one thing. But, like, oh. I don't want... That's why I get... Wor- you know, that's why I'm more scared of flying than I ever have been because it's, like, gone. You you can't imagine not being there to have her back. Exactly. No, I gotcha. Yeah, so that's as, why as I think that hit me really to, hard. Yeah, no. Yeah. Nobody wants to outlive their child. Nobody wants to bury their child. But, like, part of you does because you don't want them to live without you. Like, Because you're scared for their well-being. Essentially, if that's going to – if your child does – if your child would have to die early, as, ter- as grim as the subject is, like, at, at least, like, maybe you went with them. You know what I mean? I would. That would be the only way. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. would ever want that to happen. 
Because, yeah, you just, especially, man, especially she's almost six now. Like, part of me would, is, it sounds really bad, but like, I don't want her to forget about me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like she almost would. Like, she would but, remember me, that, but yeah. like, don't, she wouldn't remember how much I loved her and yeah, how, like, yeah. our connection. But I don't know. So that part really affected me. The other part that really, that got me, the complete opposite end of the spectrum mm. is we'll talk about that in a little bit. And I'll bring it back up. So, oh, okay. All but right. I just want to say there's two parts that really got me emotionally. And that was the, well, that was the one that was almost a tearjerker. It might, it might be one of the next, the next parts then, because there's some emotional parts coming up that I wrote down. Thor talks to Freya, his mother, when that he went back part. to, and I love that they, they made Thor too relevant, which is probably could quite possibly be the worst Marvel movie, Thor The Dark World. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, Which is incredible, considering how good Thor Ragnarok was. It went from the, the worst, worst to, to one of the best. Five. Yeah, for Definitely sure. Definitely top five. Um, but, but I loved that. And I loved... Dude, Fat Thor in general, I fucking loved. Hated it. Really? Hated oh, it. my God, dude. I thought it was so fucking ballsy, and they pulled Super it off. Super ballsy. Not only that, I loved that he stayed Fat Thor the whole movie. That's I thought what I really sure. bothered me. When, both, when he uh, got Mjolnir back, or somehow, like, the lightning strike or something, he was going to be Jack Thor. Oh, again. yeah. But so no, he's Fat Thor to the very yep. end. And I loved it so... And why wouldn't I love it? He was basically the dude. He was the dude. He was the dude. They even made... They even called him the dude a couple yeah. times. He was the dude... Especially that part where they're all having the meeting and he's sitting there. He's got the sunglasses drunk. on. He's holding like they a, don't know if he's awake or not. Yeah, that dude. was that's the dude. He's wearing like a, a knitted sweater yeah. and shit. Like he's I think he was Jeff Cardigan or something. Cart, what are they? Yeah, those? yeah. Cardigans it was or? very whatever. It he was, was very very dude-ish. very dude. Yeah, uh, so I, that's I did like it, <laughs> but I hated it because I have like a, a secret man crush on Chris Hemsworth, and I'm like. How are they okay. going to do him like that? No. Best physique I, in the Marvel. I feel like Chris Hemsworth, they told him that. Or maybe it was even his idea or something, and he was all for it. Yeah, because he doesn't train as hard. That too. <laughs> so, uh, it was funny, though, because he still had super jacked arms. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. a fat guy with super jacked arms. Oh, well, you're, you're the god of thunder. Yeah. But that was a fairly emotional part, too, I guess. Yeah, and, um, that was pretty good. Another part. Uh, Tony Stark talks to Howard Stark, his father. Gets some, his father asks him for some child advice, oddly enough, because for himself. Yeah, and Tony didn't have the best relationship with his father. No, and, uh, and they he had, was asking him for advice. Yeah, and uh, it's kind of funny. So I, I kind of, that kind of makes me wonder, like, did that affect Tony in any way? Like, was Tony like not in that moment, but like. Was his father then a better father, and maybe they had a better relationship right. in an alternate timeline now? I almost felt like Tony's dad knew something was up. Because he he's supposedly one of the smartest guys on the planet. I think so. he, he, he put could two and two together that something is an off, something's off about this. I definitely think he had suspicions about who Tony was and, and felt like there was something weird or special Some about this. about it. But I don't think he had any idea why or who yeah i think once tony hit probably like eight ten years old he got the fucking picture yeah, like, wait a minute you look a lot like a guy i know yeah either that or he it, tony essentially ruined his parents because he thought that 
his wife had cheated on him with fucking Tony. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or the guy he met that day. Oh, yeah. And then I he put two and two that. together I and was like, that's that. why that seems so weird. He was fucking my wife or yep. something. So, DNA test. Well, I don't even think about that till right now. That's crazy. I'm glad I thought of that on the show. <laughs> Go with that, internet. Go with it. Create some theories out of that shit. But other than that, it was very emotional, very sweet. They had an awkward hug, which Howard Stark didn't quite get, but yeah, Tony really, totally yeah. wanted, obviously. That was a second chance for Tony to right. talk to his father again. Um, and the, the, since we're on Tony Stark right now, I just watched, because it's been 10 years since I watched Iron Man, the first Iron Man. Forgot how good of a movie it really was. Yeah. Uh, it kind of jumps all over the place a little bit, though. They they like they were trying to find their footing almost exactly exactly um because you don't feel like the main bad guy is really like that bad of a you're like he he is a bad guy but you like you're like oh this yeah. is a bad guy fucking uh but because it's not Thanos it's not like it, oddly enough it's the dude it was it was, it was Jeff Lebowski himself yeah. uh, Jeff Bridges yeah and he did a great job. Oh, I I thought it was. His but name eludes me right now in the in the movie. I just watched. I know it two it, weeks ago. I don't remember. But I can't fucking think of it. And, but anyway, um, yeah, he his he story wasn't a villain arc, the man, whole just great. movie. Yeah, yeah, he was like he you knew because it's been so long. I completely forgot everything about that movie. Yeah, you kind of saw it coming a little bit. Yeah, they they foreshadowed that yeah. shit. But like he he technically wasn't being the villain most of the movie. Yeah. He was a villain when Tony decided to be a good guy. Yes. He yeah. was always when Tony really a villain. wasn't following the agenda anymore. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't the puppet anymore. Um, off subject, but I just thought Tony Stark's character arc was, com- I mean, Wrapped the up way he, it was done perfect. I think 100%, so. 100%, 100 out of 100, even, in my opinion. Even, even with a small hiccup of Iron Man 3 and 2. I didn't think two was all that bad. It was still an enjoyable. It wasn't good. I like three more than two. Really? Yeah. Two, I just think was. I just keep hearing Mickey Rourke going, "I want my bird. I wills my bird." That's so bad. He was so like I love Mickey Rourke, but he was so bad in that movie. I I like Mickey Rourke in one movie. Uh, the wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> he was amazing in the wrestler. Uh, he's been in other stuff. I like. like that movie Domino was cool. Kira Knightley, I true story. Only watched. I can only remember a little bit of that movie. And then he wasn't like back in the day. He was in some good fucking like like eighties movies and nineties yeah. movies. But like I can only think of one thing that I like him in. And that was the wrestler. And that was a wrestler. For and when reasons. he was, I hated him when he did the whole WrestleMania thing, and all of a sudden it was. This was probably probably when you weren't even watching anymore. I think I remember. I, I don't I saw remember it in a video who he hit. I think it might have been Jericho, maybe something. Uh, but all of a sudden he turned into a boxer. Well, he was a boxer back in the yeah. day. He lost horribly a yeah. bunch of times, but he but yeah, fancied he himself was like, a boxer. They're like, oh, they're like, they're uh, promoting this wrestler movie, and he gets in there and he starts like moving like a boxer. Yeah, it's like, whoa, wait a second. Um, they did that Mayweather shit with Big Show, so that worked though somehow, some way. Well, yeah, and he was legitimately a bad. He's a bad, bad dude, but um, yeah, we can't we can't overlook just a. Keep going, I guess. Uh, we can't overlook Cap fighting Cap. That was kind of cool. The Cap's ass comment, which is also another one of my favorite quotes, is, uh, how dare you? As far as I'm concerned, that's America's ass. And he salutes Ant-Man. Oh, my God, I laugh so fucking hard. And then uh, 
Cap then comments on his own ass. He's like, that is America's ass. I laughed pretty hard. The hail hydra in the elevator. That whole time, when I saw him get in there, I was like, fuck, they're going to recreate this shit. And he's just like, hail hydra. And they all like, oh, shit. Okay, yeah, he's on our side. And he just walks out smiling. I was like, that's clever as fuck. I liked the, <laughs> that part I liked the most about the whole thing was uh, when... Uh, but even that would fuck up the timeline, wouldn't it? But oh, no, he he went back and undid it. All right. Yeah. But sorry, go ahead. Um, when, like, even Captain America's trying to be a little cooler now than when he the first Avengers movie. Yeah, he's not such a goody two shoes. Yeah, anymore. like he's kind of like he has like a little rough edge. About I think him. that started with Civil War, though. Yeah, but he was like the the I don't know what you want to call him, Captain America B. Uh, mm-hmm. Was like I can do this all day, and the, the Captain America we know was like, like yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I like know. he, like he was calling himself out on like a corny line, like I can do this all day. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's kind of like me thinking about myself five years ago, even like fuck six months ago, right? And I'm just like, man, I was a fucking jackass. Yeah, there's some That's embarrassing. What he was yeah, doing. He's yeah, just like Jesus. Christ. Like 22 year old me and 32 year old me are two very different people. Yeah. And I see 22 year old me as a complete fucking idiot. I was a complete fuck, <laughs> fuck boy. At yeah. 22 years old. Uh, but but to wrap that up, I Ant Man I think steals the fucking show in this movie. Yeah, Ant Man did a great job. He he's essentially the whole reason any of this gets to happen. Well, and the whole reason he gets to do any of that is the rat. Love that rat. The rat's they really real MVP. They really should have gave him more credit. But he was one of my favorite things about this. Then the Ant-Man's daughter thing I wrote, I love this scene, so we already got on that. Uh, end battle. That, okay. Fuck. So that was when the other, the emotion came out in me. Like, I was almost in tears when those, when... Doctor Strange portals opened up. Yeah. I was like, <gasps> like I like the wind was knocked out of me. I was like, and then I looked down at Jordan and she's like this, yeah, like so geeked. I believe it. Go. I believe it, dude. When uh, even before all that happened, when I heard uh, was it Falcon? I heard it's Falcon. He, he comes in. and He says, "On your left." I was like, "Oh shit!" Oh, I didn't Is even ca- I didn't even catch up. Yeah, it probably was. Uh, yeah, he says, "On your left." Or what was that? Strange. No, that was Falcon. Had to be, because he was flying. Someone says on your left, and I thought it was Falcon, but I was like, oh, shit, what a good way to get it. Like, that's like the perfect opening line for that shit. Yeah. Like, on your left, like, just almost like nothing ever Like, he was ended. always like doing the, it, yeah. Fucking Tony snapped, undid everything. Or, no, no, Hulk snaps, undid everything. Yeah. Then they go do the epic battle. So, in that meantime, they're all back figuring out, like, oh, shit. We're back, figuring out what happened, and they're all and they're assembling. ready to go. Yeah. yeah, like they, it's like, yeah, I want, I want to see like a thirty-minute side documentary or something like of that, okay. like them coming back. You know what I yeah. mean? Popping back into existence and uh, figuring shit out. I thought the setting. I was gonna comment on this. I thought the difference between the last battles and Infinity War and Endgame was the the setting of everything mm. was so much more epic this time around than it was in Infinity War because they were on uh they were in Wakanda doing it yeah 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 they were on Titan but Wakanda is where the big battle happened yeah this one was just in like a wasteland like where was the fight at do you remember I don't remember was ex- it Earth exactly where it was Earth. 
Yeah, um, but it was like this like barren wasteland. It like, was like a, a death zone. Yeah, since they came down, he was already there. I think it was some of it was still like the aftermath from five years ago, but I think they destroyed even more yeah. in the process. And it and, was basically just a battlefield. And it was like it was almost like a and they were all there. It was more there. of an even playing field this time around because Thanos didn't have the... The, the gauntlet. The gauntlet. Yeah. And, but he was still a badass. Like, he still had his, like, double-wielded sword. And he had, he had like, double the confidence, too, because he knew that he won yeah, in the end. Yeah, he's like, oh, I can win. And he's uh, just... The pressure was off for him, essentially. Yeah. And that, that Captain America shield is, like, one of the toughest substances in the world. And he was cutting through it. Like, yeah. I was like, oh my god, dude, that whole battle was fucking epic. That's that battle right there is the reason why I like Endgame more than I like Infinity War. And, the, and it's like by this much. Oh, I, I think Endgame I like more than Infinity War too because, dude, I mean, how could you not? It's the good guys. Won. It gave you pretty much everything you were waiting for, and they did it tremendously well. But I can't leave out, and you just reminded me of what we were talking about with the whole Captain America Thor thing with the hammer. A lot of and people I, were hating on that. He picked. He he was able to like pick it up and use it, and she was like, "I knew it." And then in the epic battle, um, he fucking picks up Thor's axe, his new axe, and shit. He's like, "Nope," and, they, and he makes him switch it back. <laughs> yeah. and that, oh my god, that was so good. Thor was good. Thor was my favorite Marvel character. Thor was, mainly Thor. not because of the comics or or even the the anim, animated Chris thing. Hemsworth. It's the Chris way Hemsworth. He, yeah. It's it. it I don't feel like there can be any other Iron Man. There could be no other Thor. Like, those are the two that I will forever, unless they somehow do, like, a Beta Ray Bill. Like, there could not be another actor that plays Thor. Yeah. Because Beta Ray Bill was one of the Thors, right? I, I don't I don't know. In the comics, I think he was. He you prob- probably. About, right? Yeah, I, I, I don't know the total... Backstory yeah. Thor. I know more about Norse mythology Thor than I know Marvel so, comics. So, if you look Thor Ragnarok when they're going up that giant tower where Hulk's kind of chilling, yeah, they're is they're working on a, a sculpture or like a big face of the champion at that time, and okay. it's Hulk. Right. If you look at the side, there's a Beta Ray Bill. He oh, was the champion at one time. I never. I uh, caught it without the internet. I was like, wow. And then I had to look it up, of course. Yeah, no, I never caught that at all. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm gonna watch that. I, I want to go through and watch like the whole last like phase again. Yeah. Uh, and maybe, I think it maybe was when the, Captain Marvel. Honestly, I think out. it was the best phase because they 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 kind of hit the ground running. They knew what they were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think there was like a bad film in there really. Yeah, I'm gonna make some coffee. We'll take a little break. With that, that leads us to the snap itself, which we kind of skimmed over a little bit. But mm-hmm. Tony, th- this whole this whole like trek to tony which i don't know if they were actually trying to get to tony i don't know who they were trying to get the the gauntlet to honestly but when spider-man you know was swinging across with the gauntlet and then uh the wasp saves it when he actually drops or something it's kind of a cool like that was a pretty cool scene yeah oh that whole thing was like fumbling over the thing i don't think there was i don't have a single complaint about the battle the ending battle at all or the end but um it eventually gets to Tony, and uh, Tony does the snap. Tony is wrecked after that. Very emotional. Like, I don't really give a single fuck about Pepper Potts. I care more about Pepper Potts than I do Gwyneth Paltrow. For sure. But uh, Gwyneth Paltrow is fucking crazy, from what I hear. 
But um, God, like I can't think of something that made me more teary eyed recently than that right there. You know what I mean? Like, Especially knowing that he has a kid now. That and and fucking Spider Man. I thought the first Tom Holland and Infinity War was a little bit more emotional. But, I mean... I don't want to go. I don't want to go. He just got back. Tony gave him a hug without even asking. You know what I mean? Which we skipped over, too. But that was beautiful. He's just like, oh, this is nice. Like, not expecting it. He's like, Mr. Stark, you won't believe it. Like, he was total... Like, he's been waiting to tell Stark this this whole time or something. Like, that all of that that happened really built up that shit with Spider-Man and Tony at the end and him dying. Like, that's what hit me the hardest, even more so than Gwen. But, like, Gwen then told him, like, it's okay. You can you can finally rest now. Yeah. That's when I was like, like she was fuck. O- it was only because she was, like, it wasn't like she was okay with it. She was, she was trying. She accepted it. She was trying to be strong so Tony would accept it. Yeah. But once Tony did die, she broke down. Yeah. So... Does that mean she's the new Iron Man? Fuck, I hope not. I hope not, too. They're Which, talking about again, a full female Avengers cast. Why, why does not? nobody talk about the fact that Pepper Potts has powers? At the end of Iron Man 3, she had the powers that Guy Pierce had, his character. He gave it to her. That's a good point. That died. Yeah, that storyline just... That after that movie, that was no longer a thing. Yeah, maybe they didn't, they didn't like the direction... They didn't want to go in that direction. I don't know, but yeah, they didn't. They didn't even mention it. I see a chink in your armor, Marvel. All right, <laughs> <laughs> you just called out the biggest Studio, company in the yeah. world. <laughs> yeah, Disney. Fuck you. What about Tron, Disney? <laughs> Fuck Tron. <laughs> I like the first one. I didn't see the second one all the way through. And I saw the old one. That's what I'm talking about. The oh. first one. Uh, but the second I wasn't one, the second one a remake or was it a sequel? It was a sequel. Oh, yeah. They they aged down. Man, he's like a recurring character this episode. Yeah, but, but Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges, man. I'm not gonna complain. I love Jeff Bridges, but and we have a cowboy thing. We do, and we got Jeff Lebowski poster up there. Cowboy thing the from uh, what was that? Red movie? Dead Two. No, uh, the movie that Jeff Bridges is a cowboy in. Oh, True Grit. I have True that Grit. movie. Yeah, this is a Jeff Bridges episode. Shit, maybe, maybe I should have Jesse edit edit a Jeff. fucking thing with Jeff Bridges or something, you know, cool. like a Lebowski thing. Put Walter as Walter. We could do this, this picture with our faces on it. Yeah, and put Walt's face on Walt, because <laughs> that's who he is. No, but no, we could do something. We didn't mention that either. How fucking great that was. Okay, Look yeah. forward to those two people. Dude, those are gonna be great, especially if all three of us get good at it mm. like there's going to be a hundred of them <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah which i still have to figure out how to put them on individual podcasts i'm having a, a some podcast providers won't do that and some will like stitcher radio will give you individual pictures for each one apple podcasts won't the thing i'm using now PodCoin, that actually gives I think, you like uh, Spotify points will. Oh, what? yeah i think uh. it'll be like the you can almost make it like the album cover. Because I'm trying, I tried to make the last action hero one, the one for the best of, and uh, I'm still trying to figure it out. So, because I know something to wrestle with, they do them like that. Do them, yeah. Every single. That's where one. I got the idea. But to if do you that. go on certain podcast platforms, it's not. That's not there. It's just the normal yeah. something to wrestle. Um, I'm pretty sure. Let me look it up real quick before my phone dies. While, while you do that, I'll get into uh, the aftermath. 
Tony's funeral had the Iron Man three kid. I don't know if people noticed that they they panned across and they showed I all the characters. There was one random teenager that is the kid from Iron Man three. And I, yeah, I had to look. It that took up. me like I didn't have to, like oddly enough, to, I was like, who is that? And then like the more I looked at him, I was like, oh, that looks like the kid from Iron Man three. All grown up, he had the same face. Um, what do you think the significance of that is? Just that he was there, like just kind of that, an Easter egg. I think the significance was is that him and Tony were cool, and yeah. he wanted to be there for his funeral. Somebody yeah. probably told him. Yeah, that's Spotify. Yep. All right, so they do it on Spotify. Look at look at uh, the jam up one and see if if they updated it because I tried to do it today, and maybe it just takes a little while. Um, another thing I noticed: um, no Gamora at his funeral. Yes. Nice. All right. Cool. Cool. Now I just gotta it's figure out. Glorious fuck, but it's there. Yeah, that's because I, I started doing it with the promos we did before, and they always came out blurry. But I did it through a program this time that said that it should do it to the exact specifications, but apparently not. So, but it's I, cool, it's there. Yeah, but it looks like shit. It does. But all right, oh, I guess so I still awesome, have some work to do. Um, but it's something you know, something we can strive for. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, what did I say? Oh, no Gamora at his funeral. Which, no Gamora in the Asgardians of the Galaxy thing at the end, either. So, Gamora... I'm kind of like, uh... He's gonna have to win Gamora over again, I believe. Yeah. Because she didn't believe that other Gamora could be in love with fucking... Wouldn't that be awesome if she's a bad guy? Not really, because I love that girl. I do, too, but it doesn't mean she has to die. Uh, I don't know. I hope Gamora goes the other way. Well, she didn't... Well, she's... Died and came back, so I don't think they're gonna kill her again. I yeah. don't think they brought her back just for her to die again. But I hope she's like, maybe she's like, maybe she won't be in the next movie because she's too busy making fucking Avatar two or something. <laughs> that girl has got her fucking hand in every like huge franchise yeah. anymore. Well, she's a beautiful Star woman. Trek, yeah. Uh, which I don't think anymore, but uh, she is a beautiful woman too. I love that girl. So let's wrap it up. All right. You- Gave it a 9 out of 10. Yes, at least. I'm going to give it the first ever 10 out of 10. Holy shit. You first heard it ever. right here, guys. Jeff Gibbs, Avengers Endgame, a 10 out of 10. I give it 10 a, out of 10. a 9.5 because the time the timeline stuff was a little messy. Yeah. But that, other than I, that, I get it. they fucking pretty much nailed it. And I give Infinity War a 9.5. Only part, the only reason that Infinity War doesn't get a ten, I for whatever reason, since I watched the movie so many damn times, every time, the Peter Dinklage part, I fast forward it. That for whatever reason, just slows the movie down. Oh, you mean Thor Ragnarok? No. Was that Infinity War? Infinity War. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He built the yeah. Okay. That part of that part of the movie slows it down so much for me that like. If they would have shortened that in half, I would have been okay with it. But it's it's you wouldn't think, it, but it's like a fifteen minute part. Like I don't all together. I don't remember. I don't remember. But yeah, there's the part where he fights the giant dwarf. Yeah, I remember the part. I just don't yeah. remember how long it was. Yeah. I think they cut it up a bit though. Like they, they cut they, it up a little bit, but it's still all together. It's like a fifteen minute part. There's the the part where they're if they would have just. You think that's like, you think that's because it's Peter Dinklage? Like, if it was a smaller actor, you think—no well, pun intended—smaller yeah. actor. 
Which they made him huge. Yeah. He's a giant and, dwarf. Dude, there's so many people pissed off about that, too. Like, I'm like, let him have fun a little bit. Yeah. Jesus. But uh, These are supposed to be fun. <laughs> My point was, is you think if it was like an unknown actor, they, yeah. they would have showed I, him as much? No. I don't think so, either. No. I think because it's They Peter were trying Dinklage, to get their money worth. They were like, oh, it's that. fucking... Look, look, guys, it's Tyrion Lannister. Yeah. He's part of the Marvel Universe now. Yeah. Um, which I'm actually surprised he's not. Like, I think he'd be like great Howard the Duck or something. He was, wow. He was in um, X-Men Days of Future Past, and I actually really liked him. And He's Bolivar Trask, the mm-hmm. guy who created the Sentinels. Yep. I, yes, that was. movie's under. I thought Days of Future Past was sweet. I like all the X-Men's of... I even like Apocalypse. It's not as good as Days I of thought Future Past. I thought Apocalypse was great. I, I, I did not like, like... The minority that think that's a great movie. I didn't like X3, and I didn't like Wolverine Origins. But that Wolverine movie in Japan was fucking sweet. The ending fell apart a little bit, Is, but... I like the first Wolverine one. Origins? Yeah, I like that one With more. Deadpool? That part sucked. But I like the whole Sabretooth. I like that dude playing Sabretooth. So much that okay. I thought the movie was uh, okay. Yeah, Ray Donovan or whatever. That's not his the real guy name. That plays Ray Leif Schreiber, yeah. Um, Who his brother is porn stash on Orange is the New Black. I don't know if people realize that. I know the. I know who you're talking about, but uh, yeah, I never watched an actual single. Episode. Yeah, I haven't watched the last few seasons because it got shitty. Um, but anyway, sorry. But yeah, I I hate the first three X Men. I thought. I see. I'm like the minority for all the X Men because I thought Apocalypse was great. I thought X Three was better than the first two. I know. I know. That's. I know. That's like everybody's like, dude. X Three was the worst, and I'm like, I think it's better than the first two. The the fucked up part is Jeff is you're sitting there going, I know, I know. Even you don't believe that. Yeah. All right. I, I mean, I've not met one own, person that have, has liked X three except one. me. Well, I'll like, t- I'll, I will I'll, give you this though: those first two X Men movies and the first three, even I would say up to X Men First Class, they kind of hold up, but not really. Like, just like Hugh Jackman's hair. In those movies he looks are, a ridiculous. Great, are a great metaphor for how those movies are. Like the crazier, like, just look at his hair in those movies and you'll be like, yeah, those movies are outdated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Much like I think the X-Men, as much as I love the X-Men animated series in the 90s, the animation is outdated as oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they all look like... It does not age I well. love that it looked like 80s and 90s cartoon or comic books, but like... It looks like 80s yeah. and 90s people. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it does. big it, puffy it, hair and shit. And like yep. it does not age well. The only thing that ages well from that time is the Batman animated series, mm-hmm. and that's just a damn good animated series. Yeah, I agree we should with review that. that sometime. We sh- yeah, we should. We should. Because that's awesome. I'm gonna rewatch all that shit. You should too. And then they have we'll it review. on. Uh, they used to on Amazon Prime. Okay, all I have every, Amazon Prime. Every, so. every single episode. That's like one of the few things I have these days. Yeah. Check it I, got it I don't know if they still do or not because I know a lot of people are trying to get a hold of those. There was a few times I almost bought like seasons of it on DVD because they were they like 15 the complete, bucks. They had the complete uh, thing for 100 bucks. I ordered that on Amazon one time for like 60, or not Amazon, uh, eBay one time for like 60 bucks and I won it. Like it was a, a bid a thing. It and never uh, showed up. Got it for like 60, it never came. Yep, had to get a refund. I was pissed. <sighs> Yeah. Yeah. I was psyched too. I was like, I cannot wait to jump into this shit. My uh my old roommate Brandon had all he bought like a bootleg almost, like back when people were burning DVDs. Yeah. Of every single X Men 
animated one. Like every yeah. from season one to like the new mutants and all or whatever it was called. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was pretty cool. It was all like on two discs or something like that. It wow. Was, yeah, they like. Wow, they compressed the yeah, fuck out of that shit yeah. then. It was quick, no commercials. Cause I, it might have been more than two discs, but it was like very. I downloaded like four or five seasons of Ah Real Monsters one time and burned them on disc, and it took like four discs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, there was like no commercials or anything. It was was there? Did the quality look good? Did yeah, it look like shit. Everything looked good. Wow. Usually when it's that compressed, it looks like shit. It might, like I said, it might have been more than two, but I remember being kind of amazed. I'm like, man, they fit all this on here. Mm. Shit. Um, but yeah, we're kind of like fucking way off topic now. It's cool. It's been a while, man. Uh, let's 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 give ourselves a little Game of Thrones season eight review here, since uh, before it's extremely old news. And uh, you you liked it all except for the last episode, I believe you said. I was the biggest supporter of this last season. I thought the Long Night episode three was the most epic. We talked about this. I thought it was the most epic thing on TV. You weren't... The more you let it sink in, the less you liked it. Yeah. I mean, there's parts about it I liked. I, there's just so many holes. Like, there's so many unanswered questions. With that episode alone, let, a, let alone the whole rest of the season, the whole rest of the show. Yeah. Um, it's... That episode was... For me, I liked the first two episodes. The first two episodes, I was like, okay, a little slow, but yeah, very uh, slow. I mean, we maybe we probably need all this slowness for what's to come. Third episode hit, and I was like, really dark. Don't know really what's going on. They're making a lot of really poor decisions. Their strategy's terrible. Night King's gone like that. That was the only thing I could see somebody being upset about is what was Brand doing. Apparently, this whole time he was plotting, plotting on the throne. Yeah. Um, what? Well, how did Arya get where she got? How? Like all that of part this does shit. not bother me because Arya is such a badass that like the fact that the dude's hair moved, like she must have been floating by, floating so, by she, him yeah, somehow. They they showed the White Walkers' hair move. You heard a little wisp sound, like there was some fast movement, and you saw him move his head. In reaction. So, Arya got super fucking fast, apparently. Yeah. Or she zoomed by him somehow. Um, great. I can I can apply whatever I want to it. It's not my job to apply whatever I want to it. It's your job to tell the fucking story, and you didn't. You let, like... Dude, they... I would have been a lot happier with the way things ended if... They maybe didn't. They didn't rush it so much. It was rushed as fuck. Like, oh let's, my god! Ideally, it was so rushed. If they would have made six episodes, if they would have done two more seasons, made six episodes, all leading up to the Night King, all about the Night King and the Battle of the North, then the last season being six more episodes, all about the battle for King's Landing. I think I would have been. A lot more on board with how everything ended up if I would have had at m- more reason to be affected by it. More reason to give a shit about it. More r- reason to buy it. I mean, Danny fucking went heel 
in less than an hour of time. Oh, yeah. Like, in the story, it was more. But, like, less than an hour of screen the time. The only thing that I feel like they gave you to to say, huh, she's a bad guy now, was Masanda. her sitting at that part and when they were sitting at the party and they're all, like, yeah, loving on Jon Snow and she's just sitting there drinking her Starbucks or whatever the hell she was drinking. <laughs> like... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> going like, why don't these people love me the way they love him? That was like the only time, but kind of going back, they describe, they describe it as a lot of people broke down. Like the people that are defending her heel turn, I guess, are the people who are like, Look what she did here. Look what she said here. She was setting this up to... She was never the good guy. And I don't argue with that. I don't argue with that. Yeah. But they were also... They did it too quick. Well, no, no. Just as much as they... They they never set you up for really anything. They gave you... They gave you the possibility of one or the other. But they set you up just as much for her going mad queen as they did for her being good. Yeah. She did as many she did as many suspicious things that would make her heal as she did good things that would make her good. Like she freed Marine. She like you know she was the breaker of chains and mm-hmm. shit. Like name all of them. I I no, I'm not doing <laughs> it. See all that stuff. All of it. Mother of Dragons, Breaker of queen, Queens. Breaker of Queens. Breaker Singer of, of Queens. Mark Thomas, keeper of plot. <laughs> Jeff, breaker of face. Breaker of face. Oh, that'd be Breaker sweet. of nose. <laughs> um. Um, all right, so getting that yeah. out of the way, the fact that I really enjoyed this season, my, I can see how, like, I am not one of those people that are like, shut the fuck up. You write your own show. Like, I I can understand how any nobody would, or a lot of people don't like this season. Um, because everything, this is somebody that liked the season, everything was rushed. I feel like they did this because it almost felt like a, a slap, especially with the last episode, it felt like a slap in the face. Like we built this character, Danny up for eight seasons. She's the mad queen and she goes out like that. Yeah. What was more disappointing? The, the, the night King dying or her, the way she died, the night King. For you, I think it was more disappointing. Well, see the way she died. Danny, Danny wasn't the thing with Danny doesn't surprise me all that much. I I don't like how it went down. Like I I don't mind. I knew that she could go bad in the end, but I also knew that she could not go bad. Uh, what I don't like is how quick it happened and all the reasoning. Like I I didn't buy it. I had no reason to care. You know what I mean? That like was... her being killed. Didn't affect me as much because I didn't have enough time to give a shit about it. And the Night King was built up for eight fucking seasons. Prophecies were involved. Like, all kinds of shit, dude. Like, and it just ended. No motivation. No, Yeah, he's death. He was sent to kill. Okay, I get it. He... He had no motivation. Fine. That's lame, but fine. I'll go with that. But you set it up for eight seasons and you 
one and done them like that with no real explanation. Like not even about him. I, I can get a. I, I'll I'll buy. I'll I'll throw him a bone and be like, yeah, he fucking. His whole motivation was just to kill all humans. But what was his connection with Bran? What was his connection with Bran? How the fuck did Arya do it? That part doesn't bother all me kinds so much. of. That's why he is more disappointing to me than Danny because Danny, I could at least get behind if I had more reasoning behind it or or more reason to care. Um, him, there was just so much more to be disappointed about. So there was way more buildup. Yeah. This this guy was meant to be the sh- the shit. Yeah, oh yeah, he was meant to be the fucking main bad guy. Uh, he was he was or end up being Danny. He was, if not the main thing we were waiting for, he was in the top two main things oh, we yeah. were waiting for. Uh, that's disappointing. Another thing I have a huge problem with is in the very end, no one even fucking brought up the fact that John was a Targaryen. No one. Who should be on the king? Or who should be on the throat? Oh, maybe it's the guy who's the fucking... Like, nobody even brought it up. Yeah. I can understand being like, no, he doesn't want it. He's not going to be the king. But no one even said it. Yeah. Does anybody even know? Do any of those people even actually know other than Davos, Sansa, Arya, and whoever the fuck else might know yeah. that's there? But, like, nobody else really did. <clears throat> it, like, so much stuff that was built up over this whole time just got just went nowhere it went nowhere i think they had so much to work with and so many places it could have went and they just didn't do anything yeah, with it they didn't it was you're right the last episode pissed me off so much i think without them telling you they all knew john didn't want it so they didn't mention it and they knew he wanted to be a wildling but, but they did s- they know he was going to be a wildling or did they think he was going to go on the wall well i mean does it even really matter there's no reason to have a wall anymore. Like right. the wildlings, the wildlings are, are on our side the, now. They support the White Walkers the are, are are gone. No, no more. And Sansa just gets to be her own kingdom, and everybody else. And everybody's like, "Oh, cool." And Yara, who all of a sudden was just like, "Fuck you!" I was loyal to Daenerys. Just like, "Oh yeah, Bran can be king." And okay, yeah, you can be a fucking your own like sovereign kingdom. But since we originally, the whole plan with Daenerys and Yara was that, like, we get to be our own individual kingdom. She just doesn't give a fuck anymore. Okay, the North can be their own individual kingdom. But, but we have to still. All of a sudden, up. I don't care anymore, even though not even 10 minutes ago, I was saying, fuck all of you for killing my queen. Yep. Not only that, why the fuck didn't Grey Worm just kill John? Like, why right. did he capture him? Just kill that. He killed your fucking. Like, Grey Worm, yeah. you have nothing to live for anymore. Yeah. I. Like. I still think they're setting it up for a spinoff. <laughs> I I wouldn't I don't think a spinoff because they got all these prequels, but I wouldn't be surprised if they eventually made a Game of Thrones movie once these hacks ruin Star Wars. Think they're going to ruin Star Wars, dude? All I know is that they had five books and six great seasons, six and a half great seasons, you didn't like almost seven. seven great seasons. Seven, I thought, was the beginning of it going way too fast and them just trying to get it yeah. over with. But, like, they had books, and it was great. Once they didn't have books, they were lost. not so great anymore. Right. That was, that's your opinion, and I, a lot of people feel the same way. Uh, okay, I love Game of Thrones still to this day. I'm just... I'm rewatching it. <laughs> See, that's the thing, dude. I, I, all this time, I thought, man, this, this is like a, 
a cultural phenomenon. Like this is going to go down in Once history, in and lifetime. it still will. Yeah. And this is going to be something I'm going to rewatch to completion, like life, every yeah. five years or so, maybe around Christmas time or my birthday yeah, or something. Going on, now, yeah. not not so much. Yeah, I like going back to watch like the first season I'm on still. Probably like five episodes in, I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. Oh, I forgot. Now I can see like little. Yeah. The thing that this is the last thing I'm going to really say about Game of Thrones. I thought Bran as the king was the worst direction they could have went. Don't even get me started on that. This will be a three hour long podcast. <laughs> oh my god, who has a better story than Bran the Broken? Everybody. I'm literally looking at, like my mama's. I was like. Everyone, everyone has a better story than Brand the Broken. Oh my God, dude! And for a second there, when Uncle whatever is nuts, the Stark Uncle stood up for a second and was like trying to be king. I was like, if they make that motherfucker king, I am, I am. I'd rather him punching be the my king. Television. I would rather him be the king than fucking Brand. I don't. I don't. I'd I Brand. hate Brand. And honestly, the more I think about it, Brand, I wouldn't be so against Brand if I had. If it made any sense whatsoever. Doesn't. He didn't. But no. the reason I would be okay, Bran wouldn't be a bad leader if you really think about it. With his abilities. He can see in the future. He can, and... he can kind of see the future. He can see the present. He can scout. Yeah. He can he can warg and go look at anything that's going on. This guy can go to the past and learn from history. He would. That is a great fucking candidate. But everything leading up to that told you Bran doesn't want to be king. Bran even said, I can't be the Lord of Winterfell. I'm the three-eyed raven now. But yet, all of a sudden, you can be the oh, fucking yeah. kid. Why do you think I came this far? Well, I don't, I know. don't know. I didn't know you could come at all being yeah, dickless yeah. or not being able to use your dick, which is a great dig from Sansa. He's yeah. like, he can't, he can't be king. He dick. has no dick. How's he going to have kids? <laughs> oh, right. God. That was a terrible f- series finale. It was, a, it was a terrible way to end it. And like I said, I wouldn't mind so much how it ended if, if even half of it made sense. Here's a hypothetical question. Uh, maybe a hypothetical. I'm not. My vocabulary is not very big. But uh, what if they switched episode seven and three? What do you mean? They went to King's Landing first, and then like the White Walkers Were came about, after that. Yeah. I think you it would feel better about that because I feel like. And then them, everything that happened after King's Landing happened after the White Walkers, yeah. Like the killing of Danny and the dragon yeah. and everything. Yeah. Like they were still like, they were still. I don't think it, it to made. me it feels like a better story if they're still, like Jon Snow is still following this bitch, even though she fucked up the whole King's Landing. She's the queen now, but yet they still have one last war to do instead of. They fought. They almost lost. They almost won. They almost lost. They ended up winning at Winterfell. And then they go in. They're like, this is the last war. And they go in. And it's not even a fight. They just go in. It's literally like me fighting a five-year-old. They just go in there and demolish everything. The the walkers? No. No, 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 no. In season or in episode seven, she goes in there and fucking lights everybody up. Oh, gotcha. It's like fighting a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I didn't see it going like that, but what if they did that in episode three, and then they still followed her and everybody, but they still were like on their, walking on eggshells, and then episode seven was 
the fight with the White Walkers, and it was more epic. It uh, made sense that they lost. They didn't make sense that they lost all of the. Uh, oh fuck! What was the horse people? Uh, the Dothraki. Dothraki. They lost all of them. No, they didn't. And then episode they, they seven, like there's like of them. four thousand of yeah, them. Yeah. Out of nowhere, right? Somehow they all survived, or like half of Came them back. survived. Yeah, yeah, there was still a shit ton of them. It's like they all rode in, and then like six of them came back. Yeah, Jorah and like six. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, and I feel goes. like, I almost feel like it would the the season would have been better if they would have went and fucked up King's Landing. Everybody was like scared to death of the Mad Queen. Now they still won against the White Walkers, and then season or episode eight. John fucked her up, killed her. That could, I mean, I think the season finality, finality, the season finale would have been a lot more action packed because it was, I mean, fuck the well, first. I'm saying episode seven. I'm saying I meant episode five because there was only six episodes. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, oh, so you're you're saying the bells episode where she where she the battle for yes. Kingsley. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry, I was complete. I was well, for whatever reason I was saying the, the there, thinking there was, was eight episodes. It would then have to be the last episode because that everything that happened after that with Danny and John and Bran being the king and shit yeah. would have to would have to be there at the end. of That's the what I'm saying. Is, so it would ha- all of that would then have to be in the last episode unless they made the whole last episode that. I almost feel like it would have been better. If they would have made the last episode the fight for of Winterfell and they kill the Night King and then or maybe make that the second to last episode and then the last episode he takes out Danny because they're fucking done with her. No, I, I get what you're saying. Uh, I'm guessing I'm just trying to write my own show and I'm feeling like it still would have been it would have been a better season if they would have flip flopped those yeah, two episodes. The question you're asking is, do I think it would be better if they would have done it like that and not the way they did? And the Night King would have been the fucking supreme. It would bad have been guy. slightly better in the sense that it would have been more action packed, but I think all the problems would have still been there. Or maybe even more so. If they did that, maybe Danny dies off in that fight. I, I, I'm just I mean, trying I guess to write it, my own It would all have to depend point. on how it happened, yeah. you know? I'm just thinking if they would have flip-flopped those two episodes, changed a couple things, a lot less people would be angry about this season. Yeah. Something because I, it was so epic. It was in the middle of the season, and then the last fight was like watching a professional fighter fight a five-year-old. <laughs> and she fucking flipped a switch and just started mo- – I mean, it, like, even when they were fighting, it wasn't a fight. Yeah. Yeah. Like these scorpions, they, they had 50 of them. Yeah. Somehow they and, were and even more like, powerful yeah. than before. Yeah. Somehow they were less accurate, and mm-hmm. she was way faster with yeah. her dragon. Like, bitch, I you should have been that smart about it this whole time. Yeah. I mean, the fact that the dragon, the second dragon died the way it did was stupid. Like, stupid. Done. If they can see you to shoot you, you can see them. <laughs> and you know what David and Dan said at the end of that episode? Danny kind of just forgot about the Iron Fleet or whatever. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. All right. <laughs> whatever. Dumb and dumber. And she just... And then, and then when there was more of the Iron Fleet. And another thing. Okay, this is the last thing I'm saying. I'm sorry. The Golden uh, Company... <sighs> talked up so much. Talked about so much Take just to get fucked up. Yep. 
That guy didn't even have a line in that episode. Huh. The the main dude. I thought, okay, good guys are still gonna win. Golden Company's on a lease. Fuck. Throw somehow. a wrench in there somehow. Yeah. Nope. They were the first ones to go. They went like that. I mean, aside uh, from aside from people in the town and shit, but the like Iron Fleet. when they bu- yeah, but once they busted through the gates and they were all Dunk. able to get in, that's the iron. The whole reason they were there. Uh, I mean, they were fucked at the, right there. I just want to smash this thing now. I'm sorry. I just fired me back up about Game of Thrones. <laughs> My sorry. favorite show ever. Well, before I forget, I don't want to forget about the Clegane Bowl. That was the only positive. That was episode. the best part of the episode, I would yeah. think. Hopefully, I get that. It was beautifully done. There's a uh, there's a painting, not a painting, but like a canvas art that's like 48 by 36. Of that, of, of them fighting there with the, of the background the of the mount- dragon. Yeah, the mountains on the stairs. He still has the helmet on, and the hounds looking up at him. Right yes. after uh, Cersei walked past him, like, nope, not doing this. That was, dude. That has to be the best part of the episode, I would think. Yeah. Um, it's what we all wanted since episode one. Yeah, dude. <laughs> or whatever. It no, was, like episode. Whenever the, whenever the mountain cut that his horse's head off, and they squared up. Yeah. Like that's gonna happen. The king made him stop. Maybe I will wait watch the whole thing. The first season is great. Those, those first, all those first seasons were fucking yeah. great. It was the last two that weren't so great. Last, the second to last one was good. I, I didn't, I didn't have so much disappointment until this season. Another thing. Um. Fucking Arya didn't kill Cersei. Cersei walks right past the hound. I thought I just wanted the hound to go like this, shunk, and cut her head right off as she walked by, giving the mountain even a better more reason. Way. Mountain kills Kyburn. I loved how he did that too. Kyburn thought he had control of the mountain. Oh, he yeah. didn't fucking have control. No, not he thought he had control of the whole time. Listen to your queen, Jamie nah. and Cersei would have lived if they just went fifteen feet any other direction, which yep. I thought was weird. Yep. Um, they were very intact for having. Probably a thousand pounds of brick dropped on them. Or more, them. yeah. Um, they they and they landed. I mean, perfectly. Tyrion had really no problem getting down there. Yeah. How they didn't survive that, I don't know. I thought it was they funny, wanted to die. Funny too, like there was just the perfect size hole for him to get through if he moved like three rocks. Yep. Yep. Just enough. I mean, there was light coming through. You know what I mean? Like, how bad could it have been in there? And, and then, then there was no other bricks on the ground besides. Right where they yeah, were. Yeah, there was like a pile of bricks here. It, it was almost like they just dumped, like there was a backhoe there, and they were just dumping bricks and piles around. Like It was very lazy. Everything felt lazy about the last... Hey. I agree. Walt. He likes it. Yeah, he's, he's like, I'm tired of this shit talk. It was a cultural phenomenon, and Peter Dinklage deserves another Emmy. And Ghost didn't die. My last but not least, they threw us a bone at the end, and John reunited with Ghost and petted Ghost. I almost feel like they did that at the last fucking second because of all the backlash. I mean, they are big enough assholes to be like, fuck them this episode. We're we're just going to hold this one back. But, uh... I like the, uh... The Photoshop of, uh... One of the spinoffs, it's going to be uh, oh, Ghost Tormund and Tormund. Yeah, yes, dude, I would watch the fuck out of that. Um, but man, that's but all they, I have to say about Game of Thrones, to be honest with you. Last, the, the last, just a nice little end cap, and this will end it nicely, is the ending in general, how everything went, 
Very, very open-ended. The dragon's still out there. Didn't see what happened with Danny's body. Uh, Bran apparently is going to try to find him with his brain and uh, or his, his seeing ability. John just goes beyond the wall, maybe to become king of the north, maybe not. Maybe he's going to go back to the wall and fix that shit up. Yep. Um, Arya becomes Dora the fucking explorer. Um, I think that's like perfect way for her to have her own show if they do that. She finds what's west of Westeros. Yeah. She finds Trump's America. Trump's America. She goes or... there and she turns right the fuck back around and was like, we need to bring the White Walkers back. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. The way I see it is not only was it disappointing, but the conclusion was inconclusive. There, It's almost like Hey, maybe we'll make a movie in 10 years. Show you what happened. Anybody going to watch it? Yeah. Anybody going to care? Probably. Yeah. 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 I mean, they watched, what, 18 Transformers movies? Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I watched three. <laughs> I don't even know if I wa- I think I watched the first one. I watched the, the last one I watched didn't have Megan Fox in it, but the girl was still good looking. Last one I watched had Shia LaBeouf in it. So the third one. Yeah. Because after that was Mark Wahlberg, I think. Bumblebee, you're a transformer. Say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> no, I didn't watch that either. Was that uh, Andy Samberg? <laughs> that was me doing Andy Samberg, oh. doing Mark Wahlberg, yeah. Uh. Bumblebee, I'm Mark Wahlberg. I you're a transformer. Absolutely Say hi to your love. For me. No, I'm not an Andy Samberg fan at all, but when he does the <laughs> the Mark Wahlberg impression, it's my favorite thing he's ever done. Uh, it's great. It's great. Hey, you're a goat. I'm a goat, too. I'm the greatest of all time. Goat. I made that up. I don't even think he said that. I just went with it. I love it. I think it, it's good. There was one where he was, he was like in a barn. or He was talking to animals. He was at a petting zoo. Yeah, that's yeah. What, yeah. Maybe that's what he does every time, but I just never put that together. But All right. That was our Game of Thrones Thrones review. Thrones. I'm sure as I'm editing this, I'm going to be like, I forgot this. I forgot that. I forgot yeah. this. Well, but, uh, just know we didn't like – I didn't like the last episode – didn't like some of episode five, most of ep- most of episodes five, um, but all I would give this season a solid seven. Yeah, out of ten. Yeah, because of episode three and two. I loved episode two so m- I almost loved episode two as two as much as I loved episode three. I would say episode two is. The like best episode. Very of the warm and heartfelt, and I was like, "Oh, they love each it, other." It it had the most payoff. Yeah, the whole season like that that gave you a lot to be happy about. And I thought, even though it was dark, I thought episode three was very well done. Every episode this season had its good, had its pros and its cons. Just unfortunately, this season had way, more way cons. more cons. Yeah, than too pros. many holes. I get it. And just it's it's like they just wanted it over. Yeah. Well, they're they're on a for uh, me thinking like, oh, I love Game of Thrones so much more, and I love Star Wars. Star Wars is gonna make those guys so much fucking money. Yeah, but who cares? I think I do. I, I love think they Star should. Wars. I think they should be done with Star Wars. I, I How many more th- stories can you fucking have with Star Wars? I think they I think they could do a lot more with Star Wars. I just think they need to stop like I don't know. F- just have somebody 
that gives a fuck about is it. This make a this new, shit. Is this a new story of Star Wars? Yes, it's a it's completely it's a whole new trilogy. It's completely separate from every other from the Skywalkers. So it's gonna be completely different. I mean, it could be all right, especially if they care. There was nine. About it. There was nine movies for the uh, Skywalker saga. They weren't. I read this somewhere, or maybe I heard it on a podcast. David and Dan, the guy, the showrunners of Game of Thrones, right? In their contract or whatever, George Martin said he was never going to let anybody make this shit a movie or TV show or whatever. He liked David and Dan so much when they got in contact with him. He was like, yeah, you guys can make the show. So contractually, they had to be involved if the show was going to get made. David and Dan wanted to leave and do other things, essentially. But they had to stay there. They had to finish this off because they weren't allowed to finish the show with anybody else. Yeah. So they just wanted this. Sh- I mean, all signs point. They they rushed it, dude. Game of Thrones or HBO wanted 13 seasons. George Martin wanted 13 seasons. Well, then fucking write a book. Another thing. George Martin said... At, and again, don't quote me on this because I don't know how accurate this is. But I read that George Martin said that HBO actually asked him to hold off on the books until the show was over. And he said this after the show was over. Because <laughs> I don't think he likes the way the show ended at all. Because he even quote, he, they quoted him saying, the books are going to be a lot different. He's going to, I think the book, he's, I wouldn't put it past him if he wanted the books to be better than the show. Because, I mean, they probably already are. You know what I mean? I, I. So who do we blame here? The writers, Martin, HBO, all of them, none I, of them? I blame D.B. Weiss and David Benioff. Because the, they're the, the ones that, that were in control. They were the ones that were responsible for making it good. Well, and, I mean, who else would you blame? If, if a Steven Spielberg movie sucks... You're going to blame Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Or the actors. Because it's not like Paramount's going to be like, nope, you can't do that, Steven Spielberg. He's fucking Steven Spielberg. Especially when HBO is giving them billions of dollars saying, take whatever you need. 13 seasons, go for it. And they're just like, nah, we'll stop at eight. And we'll only do six episodes this well, season. Well, wasn't last, wasn't last, last season seven? seven. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be I I'm okay with short seasons. I I actually just prefer do it. Right. it. Just, yeah. Just give me a better ending. Yeah. Give me give me more. Give me some somehow. I mean, make more. dude, episode six, right of the last the finale, the first ten fifteen minutes of the episode, Tyrion's just look walking around looking at shit we already know about. Yeah. That is a waste of time. Oh yeah, it's like they didn't know. Maybe what to maybe, do. maybe like thirty, thirty seconds to a minute and a half of him. Holy shit, I can't believe she did this. But 10 to 15 minutes of... I mean, it was silent. There yeah. wasn't even music playing. No. It was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. And you, me and you were texting back and forth like, this fucking sucks. Yeah. I remember, like, <laughs> I kept wanting to go, okay, I want to like this, but it's not. And then I read, the first thing you said was, this kind of sucks. <laughs> this kind of sucks, man. I go, you can it fucking mom. does I'm suck. I'm watching the episode doing this, man. This is so bad. This is so bad. I'm so happy you texted me that because I wanted so bad to be like, well, am I missing something? Am I not liking this for a reason? But no, I'll like it. I'll like it. 
And when you texted me that, I was like, he's Thank fucking God. right. Yeah, dude, people, people who are not on my side this whole season, by episode five, when I talked to them after episode five air, they, they, people that was like, man, nah, you're going to be eating your words, man. Yeah. Like, no, they're not like, I don't know what they're doing, man. <laughs> I don't know what happened. It's almost, it almost feels like, especially with episode six, it almost felt like somebody, they just gave the pen and paper to some random ass dude and was like, figure this shit out. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, fucking Danny dies. <laughs> uh, John stabs her. John goes back to the wall. That Girl sounds pretty cool. gets jealous. <laughs> Dragon understands politics and burns throne. That'd be kind of Dragon cool. really hates metaphors. <laughs> or symbolism. You know what I mean? Yeah. Really hates symbolism. Fuck that Iron Throne. Best character on the show, Arya, doesn't do anything. Here you go. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Arya is magical. Well, again, for the 15th time, that was our Game of Thrones season eight review. We got to stop because I, uh, I just my blood pressure. We going probably right could have could have done a whole another episode just on yeah. this. Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, that's two episodes in a row where you got like probably an hour of Game of Thrones talk. Yeah. Kind of like 40 minutes roughly. Um, Before but, we end the show, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm I was sorry. just gonna say, but. I mean, you're probably not going to hear about it anymore. The fucking show's over. Yeah, so. show's over. You won't hear about it again until one of these... They don't want them to be called spinoffs. One of these prequels or... I'll watch a prequel. Yeah, yeah well, for sure. Uh, it just depends on what. It would be great. Children of the... I would watch a sequel. Uh, what is it? Children of the... Uh, Children of the Forest. Forest would be great. I have a feeling how the Night King got created. It's going to be in there. It's would be great. Be the, yeah, well, it. we know how it got created. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Already, but like, how I, did I'm sure you're gonna get more explanation as to things. Not only that, but they put out a two-hour documentary last night, in place of what would have been episode eight or okay. seven. Seven. Um, I watched the first hour of it, and then uh, I got, had to start setting up and shit. Um, pretty, pretty good. I like it. The documentary was better than the episode. Oh yeah, it's okay. fall, it's the whole making of season eight, and like it's cool because they go back to season one and you see like the first table read, and then they show you the last table read, and this is like within like the first fifteen twenty minutes of the. I'm gonna have to watch. And you get them. to see you get to see them react to reading what happens for the first time. It's fucking great. There's an exchange between Davos and Tormund where they're reading their lines. Where Tormund in the show, he's actually like, I saw him ride that thing, and he's talking about the dragon. Davos like, yes, you did, and he's like, no. I saw it. He's like, yes, you did see. He's like, I saw him. Like, and they're just laughing the whole time they're doing it. He's like, and that's why we follow. Like, just seeing all that happen and go down and seeing, like, John react to killing Danny and shit. I won't spoil too much. It's fucking, it's really interesting. It, yeah. Was it only last Sunday? So a week ago? Yeah, it was only a week ago, dude. It feels, yeah. like, it feels like three weeks ago. Yeah, it feels like a long. That's how disappointed. That's it how was. disappointed I am. How much I've, how much shit I've talked on this episode for a week feels like it's been three or a and, month. And I mean, you've been really busy too lately. So, I but mean. the one last thing before we end, because I'm sure we're at the two hour mark or close to. Yeah, we're probably like one thirty five, one forty right now. Oh, so not quite two hours. I didn't watch any of this, but I'm very interested because I love competition. The ten-year-old in me comes out. I yes. I still love a good wrestling match. I still love a good storyline. 
It almost feels like WWE has competition again. I please I have, explain. To I us. have no doubt. I watched what he's referring to. People who don't know is All Elite Wrestling had their first ever show last night. Yeah. They they did. Well, they weren't All Elite Wrestling, but back like late last year, I can't remember quite. They did a pay per view called All In, and it was New Japan Pro Wrestling, NWA. And um, Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor all came together and did a uh, pay per view. It was like one of the biggest Big, indie shows. Brad, yeah, Brad Meltzer said they wouldn't even they wouldn't even sell out. They wouldn't Dave, sell ten thousand tickets. Dave Meltzer, yeah, I don't know why I said Brad Meltzer. Brad Meltzer is a comedian. Yeah, I was like that sounds wrong. Yeah, Dave Meltzer. Sorry. Yeah, uh, and Dave they, Meltzer doesn't know shit. By he, the way, he doesn't. He's Wrong Fucking most idiot. of the time, but he said they wouldn't. They wouldn't sell out at all. They wouldn't even sell ten thousand tickets, which would have been selling out. Uh, they sold ten thousand tickets in thirty minutes. Yeah. Uh, so it was a success. AEW became a thing, became uh, a wrestling promotion. They were a, they're a t-shirt company first, right? I, well, they were a wrestling promotion, but all they had ever done at that point is create in. t-shirts. Oh, okay. Because All In wasn't even AEW at that point. It was like a, a it was an indie show. Well, it was just three promotions going in together. Uh, so they did uh, their first event. They're going to have a regular two-hour Tuesday night show on TNT. So they're going against SmackDown. Yeah. Well, no, SmackDown's moving to Fridays on Fox. Because oh, that worked so well the first time. Well, now they're on Fox, though. Dude, that's does a that main... Change, does that change anything for you when something... For you, I'm saying, does that change when something else is... It does goes to a different network. When Fox says we want an edgier product, that is probably oh. going to be TV 14. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. Why didn't Raw go to Fox? Because they, USA didn't want to lose Raw. Because they, for whatever reason, still think that's a good product and it's terrible. Well, it's... Raw's been on USA for 25 years. Yeah, I, get, I understand. Well, you know it, was, I mean? it went to TNN for like three. I thought that was SmackDown. No. Raw oh, went to TNN for once. Did it? 2000-ish when ECW right. went under because ECW was on TNN with Raw for like a couple months. I know I know they switched, but I didn't think Raw left. I thought Raw yeah, was always Raw on. was on All TNN right. for a while. Well, then obviously they wanted it back because they got it back. Yeah. So USA has some sort of attachment to it Raw. It was a good – I remember because when TNN had it, wasn't as, it didn't feel as good. It didn't feel like – it didn't feel as like a Raw episode as much – is when it was on USA. USA is the home of Raw. Yeah, that I think that was like the start start of like the undisputed era or whatever the fuck it it, it was. Like what became like the whole John Cena yeah. era. You know what I mean? I can't remember what it was called or the PG. <laughs> the, PG era. No, that's what it is now. No, it was the um something the ruthless aggression. Ruthless aggression era, which that's started stupid. off. It started off good though. It was supposed to be like like phase two of the Attitude Era yeah. or whatever, and it fizzled out to the PG Era. I forget. AEW, that's how we got on this. Uh, no, I'm just trying to remember what we were talking about. Uh, anyway, AEW did their second ever event, be and I guess this will lead into the TNT two hour weekly show, but it was called Double or Nothing. Fox. Oh no, no, they're on, on TNT. WWE is going to be on Fox. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're going to be on, I think it's, it's either TNT or TNN. It's Turner again, though. Well, it's Ted, Ted Turner. Turner loves wrestling. Yeah. He was the he only was... supporter of 
WCW. You listen, yeah, he was listen, even in. He, he even worked with Vince back in the day, and I think something happened that made them like hate each other. They, I don't know the story behind. It. I know it, it, that is the truth, but um, if you listen to Eric Bischoff's eighty-three weeks, he said when they right before NWO happened, they and be, way before that, TNT or Turner Broadcast or whatever looked at wrestling WCW like the redheaded stepchild that nobody wanted. Yeah. But Ted Turner, the owner, the boss, loved wrestling, wrestling. so much yeah. that he's like And then when they're like uh when Eric Bischoff came up to him and was like, Hey, um give me a primetime spot and I'm gonna change this product and he's like, uh let's talk to his assistant, give Eric uh two hours every Monday. <clears throat> Nine o'clock. Or 8 prime, o'clock or whatever. Prime spot for wrestling, really. Right, when it was going against... Uh, right up against yeah, Monday Night Raw. And, um... They started stealing all the or all their all their talent. Yeah, shit. so Ted Turner has always liked wrestling, so I'm happy that they're doing wrestling again. Me too. Because I'll probably watch it. And, 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 like, my whole point here is, is I, I, think, I think you're right. I think AEW is legitimate competition for, for WWE. And... I think Jared Griffiths is going to eat his fucking words because on one of the podcasts he said he doesn't think AEW is going to be any competition for WWE. And, dude, I watched Double or Nothing, and it's well-produced. I mean, they still got to work out some, some of the camera shots and stuff didn't work out so well sometimes. Uh, you could tell uh, Jim Ross was rusty, the two other guys they had there. I didn't know them, but they 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 got to get things worked They're out. Yeah. But dude, it's their first show. The wrestling was better than anything you've seen WWE do anytime soon. I, for somebody, for a, a wrestling promotion that really had no build up whatsoever, other than like YouTube videos online, and, yeah, and stuff. Online. Like, Hype. I gave a shit about every match essentially, even the people I didn't know. Like, I gave a shit because like I was expecting greatness, and they essentially delivered it. There was a few botches or whatever, but I mean. Uh, everything else completely just pushed anything like that aside. It was shot well. The camera work was pretty fucking that swooping crane shots and shit going way. Like, I mean, these crane shots were zooming in at them, dude. Like WWE will go slow and shit and creep in. They're like, like you thought it was going to fly fucking past them for a second. <laughs> like I was like, are they going to cut to another camera? And dude, it was, it was pretty good. They had all kind of, they had like a, there had to have been like eight Japanese female wrestlers in one tag team. Like it was like a six woman tag team yeah. match or whatever. And dude, it was fucking really awesome. good. Yeah. I didn't know who any of these people are. And I loved it and was invested but and watched. They're going to, you're going to learn these people. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is I had no setup yeah. or build up for any of this. And I was sucked the fuck in from the very beginning. I mean, uh, I mean, I know who Cody Roach is and Dustin Roach, obviously. Great match. Bloodiest match I've seen in a while. Uh, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho, fucking great match. Was, they said that game. Whoever was grading it gave it five stars. Really? They said it was an awesome match. Dude, the whole event, I would give at least a 4.5. Yeah. That's what think. it got. It got an A-, minus. I think. Did it? Yeah. All right. Well, it deserves it, dude. It yeah. was It was good. Gene Ambrose is there now. That was their big surprise. John Moxley is his name Gene now. Gene Ambrose. Gene Ambrose. But, yeah, he goes by John Moxley now. Is that his real name? That was his original name. I don't think oh. that's his real name, but that's the name he had. What? I think they call him Mox. When I... 
so I saw that. I saw the highlight, or not high, even the highlight, just a, a headline of that. And I was like, that's Gene Ambrose. I'm like, how long since he's been? Because last time I watched wrestling, he he had a match. He he left. He dude, they. I thought it was a work for the longest time because this is the only time WWE has that I can remember announced somebody's released. Uh, announced somebody's released like months prior to them actually being done. Um, they gave them. They put us. They did a like an hour long or however long special. For the last, for the final Shield thing, like they gave Dean Ambrose a fucking special on the WWE Network to say goodbye to him and That's shit. Weird. Like they Knowing talked he about was going it. There. His wife still works for the company. Yeah. I don't know if they knew that he was going there, but he didn't waste any fucking time. Well, they said as soon as his contract ran out at midnight, he posted a video, uh, promoting, basically saying, "I'm John Moxley now." And it was well done. He's walking around. There's all kinds of Easter eggs and clues in there, basically like alluding that he's gonna be at Double or Nothing because there's like dice spray painted on the wall or something. All kinds of little clues and shit right. that have to do with Double or Nothing. Like I for unless he just has a really fucking good relationship, or WWE's completely changed their tune about this shit, which I doubt because they're getting on wrestlers for just tweeting about Double or Nothing after right. it happened. Um, they said his his wife is might be in some shit for everything. But I mean, how did they not see this? They had to have known this yeah. was going to happen. Why else would he leave? Where else was he going to go? Yeah. Uh, not only that, I mean, I, dude, it's so strange to me. I almost feel like what they thought Scott Hall and Kevin Nash were for WCW, Dean Ambrose is for WWE. I feel like I hope he's not because I liked what he's doing there and I like where he's going. I, I'm sure I'm going to like John Moxley even more than I ever liked Gene Ambrose. Which right. I didn't like Dean Ambrose at first, but I, he grew on me more I, as time I goes on. I never liked him. He was my least favorite person in the Shield. But uh, I would agree with that. During the Shield, not, not obviously Roman Reigns. Which says Reigns a lot is, because Roman Reigns is not like I don't he like is Roman now. Reigns now or prior. I, I His whole a, singles career, I have not liked him. I'm not a, he's not my favorite. I'm not a huge Roman Reigns fan, but... He has my support. I have a reason to give a fuck about him. I didn't before. I think they tried to push him too hard. That's Obviously, why. We know that. I didn't care about him, and they were trying to tell me that I do, and I should. Yeah. Now I actually have a legitimate reason to give a fuck, um, which is sad that it had to be leukemia. Yeah, it had to be cancer. But, uh, yeah, Double or Nothing's great. I definitely think they're going to be real competition. And... Uh, yeah, dude, I'm really, really looking. I'm excited forward. too. I think I'll watch that over the the, the WWE's product because I, I don't. Everything I see online, not just like friends on Facebook, but like actual like sports broadcasting people, yeah, say Raw is garbage. It is the worst thing that's ever been. SmackDown for they me, for SmackDown's the great. Time, has been an A sh- has been the A show, but with this whole. You know, wild card thing and the roster shake up shit. Like now, AJ Styles is on Raw, and like so, like I think it's it's either gonna get they're both gonna get shitty, or one show is gonna become better than the other one again because they're just switching things up. WWE's got to do fucking something, or they're gonna they're gonna become the WCW. It's it almost, in, in the bad years. Yeah, it almost feels. It almost feels like a less than a year ago. Everybody's like, "It's on the uprise." It's we're back. WWE's back, and that's because they were bringing in a lot of great fucking talent. Yeah. But then, once they 
once the talent got anywhere to do something, they just they squashed them. Squat, yeah. They didn't allow them to do anything. And it's still the same fucking top guys, Lesnar, Strowman. Can't stay away. He can't stay away. Motherfucker left. Said I'm going to fucking Vegas like you did, and we're gonna. Essentially, they were building him up to fight DC. That's that yeah. was the fight until until Tony whatever, retired. and then Stipe. Uh, and then all of a sudden, boom! I just re- like almost like he's just like, "What? You're gonna pay me that much? Oh, you got to deal with ESPN now? So like, I'm not worth as much anymore? Fuck you guys! I'm retiring, yeah. going back. I'll I'll wear that WWE strap for the rest of my life. Do this much and make this much, right? Which is smart, but he's I ruining. Would if, I, if I had his, I, fuck yeah, work once every two months. But it's ruining the product. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. It's ruining the product. And I hope AEW makes a change. If not, I have no problem jumping ship. I mean, not that I'm really on any ship, but like, I'll. I feel like we're forever WWE guy. Well, I'm a WWF I, guy. I will forever but. be, but like, if AEW keeps doing what, what they they're did. doing, yeah. I, I'm going to be way more eager to watch well, AEW. I think people our age and even early 20s. This may I think maybe kids will always be attracted to WWE. As long as yeah, if WWE keeps doing what they're doing, appealing to kids, yeah. I think all this the mature audience that grew up with the Attitude Era, like they want that back, and now they have the athletes and the wrestling to back up the storylines. Like we didn't know any better. We didn't know what fucking phenomenal wrestling was back then because nobody really was that good. We lo- we watched because of the storylines. You wanted to see who, who Stone Cold came out and stunned. Yep. I you mean, wanted to see who The Rock turned on. I can watch great matches all day. I'm only going to care as much as I possibly can when you give me you something could, to care about. Like, when you lines. give me something to follow, something to invest in. Yeah. I mean, when you're having somebody do something raw this week and it's ending raw next week... I didn't even have time to fucking like think about it. All right. Get invested. Or care. It. Like I nothing really happened. I don't know. I'm happy they got competition because I think any any sport that goes that, that's including MMA. It's always a little bit better with competition because the top brass all the way down to the bottom has to step up. Yeah. Because there's somebody on their ass. And I think it's better for the actual talent because it's like if they're if you're not treating me right, maybe these people will. Maybe they didn't treat me right, so I'm going back to you. Uh, and that, I think that's a probably... And that goes for anything. That's why, like, I feel bad for these guys, like in the ML... MLB's not as bad because Japan has pretty big baseball. NBA, you're the best players in the world playing the NBA, but... You can go over to Greece. They pay well. Yeah. A lot of good talent over there. Football, nothing. There's no... 2020 XFL. Well, <laughs> if that's even going to happen. I'm not convinced that's happening. But yeah, it's kind of died out. But I guess yeah, what I'm saying is everything is better with competition. No doubt. So, I'm going to try to get a stream of AEW and watch at least the last three matches and... How, did you order it? I I downloaded it. You the next day, motherfucker. Yeah. 
No. How much were the pay-per-views? They had to be in like the 20s, so, right? I think there was a... Uh, Jared was... he. Me and Jared talked about it last time we did a podcast, and he was talking about us all throwing in and getting like a package thing or whatever. Where I, I don't remember what it was, but it was fairly cheap. I think it was like 60 bucks, and we all could have... For like a year or something? I, I can't remember what it... Exactly. It was like a package deal for the pay-per-view or something. I'm kind of interested because it's hard. It's going to be hard to sell a pay-per-view for over 20 bucks now because you get the pay-per-views for $10 on WWE. Oh, you're talking about WWE. No, no, no. I'm talking about AEW. AEW, I think they don't have like a streaming service or anything. I know, but I'm saying how mu- I wonder how much the pay-per-view was to buy. That's a good question. I, I don't really know. I'm sure you could Google it. but Because uh, I, what I'm saying is it's going to be hard to sell that if it's over $20 because you can get the WWEs for 10. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. But uh I mean, now if it's if it's awesome, if it's can't I miss, say, it, you know, it's kind of like buying a you get rid of your WWE package almost. Like fuck it, I don't watch this shit anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like going to Applebee's and buying a steak and then going to Texas Roadhouse and buying a steak or something. Yeah. But you're paying what you get, you know. Yeah, yeah. So well, I think that was a... Shut up. That's the Texas Roadhouse, and he got all excited. <laughs> he loves that cinnamon butter. Who doesn't? <laughs> all right. Well, with that said, guys, we chocked full this episode. Jeff's a lot of back. spoilers. Yep. Um, we went a while. Yeah, we did, actually. It has to be two hours. We're, we're just over two hours, oh, time-wise. Killed it. But that first two-hour show was just us. I don't know if the show itself will be, because oh, like yeah, I said, there's yeah, some yeah, shit in the beginning. We took a break in the middle, and so... But yeah, we're very close to two hours, if not two hours. That said, before we go, I want to let you know again, don't forget to uh, subscribe to the new Jam Up channel. Every, every subscription helps. Support Jeffy. Kill you. Yep. Don't. Jeffy will personally punch you in the face. <laughs> Breaker of faces. Uh, First for not of his name. Subscribing. First of his name, yep. Uh, also, go ahead and like the Jam Up Facebook page for any and all news and info. You know, the new cool promos and shit that we're doing, Photoshop. Thanks again, Jesse Fuller. He's the man responsible for for uh, the last Action Hero promo. And the promos to come, look forward to those guys. Uh, yeah, they're, they're great. Yeah. They are great. Um, the reason I want to do Last Action Hero is because I feel like that's the most underrated Arnold movie of all time. I... I like that movie a lot, but I I've seen it so many times. So that's that was probably the number one movie I watched as a kid. Yeah, it's one of those movies too that was like always on like Stars and HBO and shit like at the weird times where you needed to find something to watch, and, and so it was just something like people put on all the time. But but it has the best ACDC song ever. Oh, fuck, there's no such thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you think so, but ACDC is one of those bands that like I just cannot stand. All right, we're gonna get demonetized. We're we're gonna get a copyright check, and it's gonna be for ACDC. And I'm just gonna smack myself. It's the same song over and over. And doesn't matter. I, just, I, just, right. I, I'm, I respect them for what they do. They're just so fucking annoying, and they're overplayed. Um, but that said, this has been Jam Up Number Twenty Nine. Hashtag Fuck ACDC. Hashtag I. Got Mark pretty hot today yeah. <laughs> on a lot of subjects. Yeah, he did it. <laughs> I he did, did it. it. Um, 
Thanks for watching. You made it to the end. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Uh, look forward to some fight updates in the future. You said August. There's a fight. I'm hope, hoping Open August, forward. October. And uh, anything you'd like to say before we go, sir? No. No. All right. With that said. Love you guys. Thanks for watching. <laughs> there you go. Until next time. Hogan must pose.